Welcome to the Bike Life Podcast by Warm Showers Foundation, where we will be sharing knowledge, experience, tools, and stories of touring cyclists and hosts from around the world. I'm Tavar Lee, the woman behind the scenes at Warm Showers Foundation, the leading platform for cyclists looking for hosts, and to connect with a passionate international community. Find out more by visiting us at warmshowers.org. This Bike Life podcast is brought to you by BikeFlights.com, your source for the best bicycle shipping service and bike shipping boxes. Whether you're shipping for a trip or after a sale, whatever your shipping needs, Bike Flights makes it easy. Take advantage of Bike Flights convenient residential pickups and they'll come and get your shipment directly from your home or wherever you're staying. Visit BikeFlights.com forward slash warm showers for more information. Now on to the show. Today's guest is on a journey of rediscovering his home after years of being abroad for 10 years, exploring his home now while writing for an organization called Mind Over Mountains with the goal of improving mental health and writing for charity and visiting and rediscovering his home along the way. We are welcoming Dan to the show. Thank you, Dan. Thank you. And what a pleasure to be here. So tell everybody where you're at right now, because this is fascinating. So I'm on the west coast of Wales at the moment, going down um, the coast of Wales, and I'm on day 90 of my trip of uh, 130 days, and I'm about 7,000 kilometers into the journey, which sounds like a lot, and it is a lot. Um, And I even look back um, at the journey and think, how how have I come this far? Yeah, day 90. Wow. That is yeah. that is incredible. And for those that are just listening to the audio, you are in such a like a, you're sitting in a garden. So like we have this beautiful beautiful visual of your background. I'm like, wow, I yeah. can feel you where you're at. That's amazing. Yeah, it's a very spectacular place, and it just so happens to be um, some warm shower hosts this evening as well. Catherine and John have kindly welcomed me to their home, and um, it's a small cottage in the west of Wales. Um, and they grow all of their own vegetables. And we had a beautiful stir fry for dinner, a vegetable stir fry. And now I'm drinking some peppermint tea. So I'm in a, I'm in a glorious setting at the moment. I love it. I love it. How spectacular is this for us to be recording this show while you're there? And I'm assuming that your hosts know that you're recording a podcast for warm showers. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they do. They were fascinated by that as well as um, hosts themselves. So they're sat in the living room as well. It would have been good to get them involved in the podcast yeah. as well, but maybe another day. Well, invite them to reach out to me personally and join the show. I would be happy to have them and um, thank them on our behalf for being such wonderful hosts. I will do that. I will do that. They're very special people, as are all of the um, the warm shower hosts I've met on this uh, this journey so far. I've just The theme of kindness has reigned throughout. And um, I'm just so grateful that this uh, this organization exists and and that as um, bike tourists um, have have beautiful hosts to stay with along these journeys. Mm, thank you for sharing that. So tell us, let's go back to day one. What what started this trip? Well, that's uh, that seems like a lifetime ago, but <laughs> like yesterday at the same time. Um, and yeah, so. As you said in the in the introduction of the uh, the show, I've just moved back to the UK after ten years living abroad. Um, in short, without going into a, the the long of my story, I 
basically ran my own hostel business abroad in Romania. So I've lived in Romania for five years, Germany for two years, and Australia for two years. And I essentially left when I finished university. So in, in essence, I've very much forgotten what the UK is like. Um, and now having come back after 10 years away, the first thing on my mind was um, to rediscover home. And um, there's no better way to do that than by bicycle. So initially, this journey was just going to be me um, cycling around the, uh, the UK, uh, chilling, you know, taking it day by day. Um, but a good friend of mine, Alex, who is the founder of Mind Over Mountain, said, Dan, why, do you not, why don't you combine doing your ride and uh, help our charity out in the process? Um, so, so it's turned into a very uh, big journey now um, with s some deadlines involved in there as well. Like I have a finish date. I have mm. a, um, a target of 10,000 kilometers that I need to hit um, because when you're doing a charitable pursuit, people love targets. Mm -hmm. um, so that's added a little bit of pressure to the journey, but it has very much been a, a homecoming tour um, in that I've been visiting old university friends and friends that I haven't seen from school, literally cycling to them and staying the night with them. Um, and yet yeah, it's, it's just been very eye-opening in, in many regards. And it's, it's been a, a very beautiful weather, apart from the weather. Mm -hmm. right. A very beautiful journey apart from the weather, which as I've come to, 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 to see, the UK uh, has no consistency in its weather patterns at all. Hmm. It's really interesting, Dan, because you describe, uh, you know, revisiting your home that, you know, you are seeing it through, through a different time and a different place, but, you know, you are different than when you were there. So the experience so. is like two ways. Like, you know, you're, you're not only experiencing the UK diff differently, um, but it's, it's experiencing you differently. Mm. That's very true. And um, I was a totally different person when I left at 21 as well. I was interested in different things. I, I grew up in probably the most beautiful part of the, the UK. I don't know how familiar you are with the UK, but I grew up in the Lake District. Mm -hmm. And as a, as a teenager, I was, just, I was interested in you know, socializing, partying, drinking. But I, wasn't, I, I always had an intrinsic love for nature. But I just didn't appreciate it when I was growing up. But now that I've moved back at 30, I, I, I realize how uh, lucky I am to have, you know, to be situated in the Lake District. And I'm seeing it with completely different eyes now. I'm really realizing the, um, you know, the, the benefits of nature for mental health and the benefits of nature just for, for, a, for a more healthier, holistic type of life as well. Um, and the UK is surprisingly quite big as well we're this small little you know small little island in um in 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 europe there but um like i've already covered seven thousand kilometers and i've barely seen the country wow. um and i've been right to the top to shetland and i'm going right to the bottom as well but still i feel like this even though i've been on the road for 90 days that i could have stayed longer in places i could have stayed longer with some hosts that i've met um, so I'm very much just scratching the surface with, with, with this journey so far. Yeah, it really, it really does feel like that for you. And I can only imagine the trans the additional transformation that's been taking place on these 90 days so far for you. 
are immense. Um, the le- lessons in 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 clear lessons of kindness, first of all, that's that's the running theme uh, throughout the trip. Because um, obviously, as a cyclist, I, I I'm in a vulnerable position from time to time. You know, my bike breaks down. I'm hungry. I'm tired. I'm you know I'm in the middle of nowhere. I don't know the place that I'm in, and all and nine times out of ten, I've just been helped by strangers. And, and this, this, uh, theme of kindness is, I could, I could give you, you know, hundreds of examples, small examples of how I've been helped on this trip. Um, but another theme is patience as well, because I'm, I'm literally carrying everything I need for this trip. So my, my bike weighs, you know, um, 35 kilos in total with, with all of the gear there. I lit, I have my house on my bike. I've got one compartment is mm-hmm. my my bedroom. Another compartment is mm-hmm. my kitchen. The front one is my clothes and my wardrobe. And um, that really teaches you patience as well, because I'm used to going a little bit faster on my bike, but I've I've been really slowed down on this trip, and that's 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 very good because it's enabled me to 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 see more and to to really be with myself and to be more present. Um, because you could easily just, you know, cycle through all of this beauty without seeing anything. Um, but in short, I really feel like I've, 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 I'm on a life journey. Mm. And, um, and going back to day one, it, it feels like I've lived five lives. Like so, many, so much has happened and, you know, so many beautiful moments. Um, and I think more people should do this kind of thing that they should, it doesn't have to be cycling. It doesn't have to be, you know, going, going on your bike around the country, but just to take time out from life to, to, to go on a life journey of some sort. It could be walking. It could be, could be cycling. It could just be traveling and, you know, hopping on buses or trains, but there's something to be said for the, for the depth and diversity of experience that comes from, from doing a journey like this. Um, I feel like I'm like sensory overload every single day with new experiences. And I um, get in the evening and I start writing in my journal and I don't feel like I have any time, enough time to process what happened in the day. Mm. Mm. Yeah, that's, that's, you just shared a lot. And I, I'm going to, I'm going to take you back to ask you, can you share I have lots of questions, but I'm going to start with, can you share an example of some of one of the b- most beautiful moments that you've experienced on this trip so far, maybe at a time where um, someone was able to yeah. step in and, and assist or some just, you know, transformative experience? Yeah. So I was in Stornoway in the Outer Hebrides in Scotland. So that's an island of Scotland, um, most beautiful part of Scotland, in my opinion. And I visited a bike cafe that was run by a guy called Alistair. And we'd had some small talk before I arrived. And um, I arrived and I was meeting another friend in his cafe upstairs. And I just said to Alistair, I said, um, is it okay if you just give my bike a once over while I'm upstairs having a, you know, a coffee upstairs? So I went upstairs with my friend and I spoke to my friend for an hour and I came back down. And Alistair had changed a lot of my bike. So he changed the cassette. Apparently, was nearly broken, and um, I would have been stranded somewhere in the Outer Hebrides. And he changed the chain and the brake pads. And um, I was like, okay, the, there's a lot wrong with this. And I, um, I, I pulled out my credit card to try and pay him. And he said, no, 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 
this is on me. Mm. I love what you're doing. This, uh, like, you're you're writing for such a beautiful cause, and I want to contribute. And I just just moments like this, like mm. um, where humans, you know, really go above and beyond to help. And that's just that's just one of many. Um, I'll just give you one more as well, a short one. But I stayed with a, a couple called uh, Torquil and Becky, and they're they're from Orkney. And Torquil uh, has his own private plane, so I was in touch with. I was speaking to Becky, his wife. And uh, Becky was like, Dan, if you can make it to Wick, which was a 60 kilometer detour from and complete opposite direction that I was going, you can hitchhike a plane. My husband's going to be flying back to Orkney in his private plane. And um, I was like, hell yeah, I'm, I'm up for this. I'm coming. I'm coming. <laughs> so I detoured. I detoured 60 kilometers um, to Wick Airport on the east coast of Scotland and I met Torquil and we took my bike to bits and it just about fit in his plane and uh, lo and behold we um, I hitchhiked a plane to Orkney instead of getting like the five-hour ferry over there um, and it's a it's a really old plane it's not like you would imagine like a pri- like a really nice private plane or whatever it was a 1970 plane so 20 years older than me um, and uh, but it was just a marvelous experience and and yeah there's there's so many of these examples yeah. as well but these these came from warm warm shower house yeah today's episode is brought to you by bikeflights.com the leading bicycle shipping service and bike box supplier for cyclists you'll enjoy low costs excellent service and on-time delivery with every shipment and you get preferred handling for your high value bikes wheels and gear As a brand built around a love for the outdoors, they are committed to reducing environmental impact and every bike flights shipment is carbon neutral. Join the nearly 1 million cyclists who have used bike flights to ship their bikes, wheels, and gear with confidence since 2009 and see how easy it is to book, manage, and track all of your shipments. Visit bikeflights.com forward slash warm showers today for more information and to book your shipment. Now back to the show. So how are you recording all of this? Because you mentioned you're still processing it. And I imagine that um, when you're done, you need some integration time to really process everything and, you know, allow the memories to flood through you. And so how are you recording the journey so far? Yeah. So I, I, first of all, I have a database. I'm a bit geeky like that. So I'm very analytical. So I have a database that I created myself that carries all the metrics from my watch um, where I stayed, the Google Maps location, how much I spent, um, because I want to write a book afterwards. And if I'm to go back to, you know, day 20, I'm never going to be able to remember what I was doing on day 20. Um, so this is a very good way to organize the days for me. And then for journaling, I have a, a really specific technique where I just write one or two words. So for example, if I had like, you know, strawberry ice cream, I'd write strawberry ice cream in uh, Manchester, and then that would, I, I can look back at that after the trip and it'll prompt that memory. And then I'm going to elaborate on that when I come to write a book about the journey afterwards. Um, so I've been journaling in this way because I just don't have the energy at the end. After 100 kilometers mm-hmm. on the road, I just don't have the energy to, um, to, to write big paragraphs. So I've, I've been doing everything on my phone. I have a little stand for my phone and I've brought a, a Bluetooth keyboard and um and it's worked well um so i've i've 
kept on top of the documentation. And then I'm sharing the stories. And I, I do little funny videos as well. And I, and I interview people that I meet and I take portraits of people that I meet and I share their stories on Instagram. And the, them portraits and their, them stories will form part of the book that I'm, gonna, that I'm going to write after the trip. Yeah, um, wonderful. Let's drop your Instagram handle in here. Where can people find you on Instagram? Yeah, it's at Dano Beaumont. So D-A-N-O Beaumont, spelled B-E-A-U-M-O-N-T. We'll also put and the then link. the the link. Yeah, the link. The link to everything. I have one link, and it's on that Instagram page. But it's Linktree forward slash Dan Dan Beaumont, and it has the link to everything Strava, Camus. Uh, my just giving donation page and uh, Instagram, etc. We will put the link to your Instagram in the show notes as well. But now's a good time for people to just take note, go follow Dan on Instagram, <laughs> watch his little interview videos and his journey, because you know, this journey is going to come to a conclusion. And when you get yeah. to the conclusion, then what? When you're done, what's yeah, the plan? That's a, that's, a, that's a very good question. So I'm going to be moving to London and um, my my uh, future is very much uh, involved in helping people who are struggling with mental health. And I believe that uh, the best way to help people is through nature and the great outdoors. That's partly why I'm on this cycle trip mm-hmm. as well. In the past, you know, um, going through my own uh, childhood and my own trauma and my own um, difficulties in life, I've always turned to adventure and I've always turned to nature as the healer. Um, so I've, I've done all kinds of long distance hikes and stuff like that. And this just felt the natural way for me to, to, to heal. So I want to set up a nature retreat that, um, that helps people who are struggling um, through expeditions, through hiking, hosting residentials, retreats, cycling trips. Um, but the, the, the kind of atrium of all of this will be this physical retreat space in nature and probably in the, the, the Lake District where I'm from. Um, but this, this is a, this is a, a 10 year plan because obviously to set up something like this, there's a lot of work needs to be done, but I felt it myself. I've, I've, I've gone through a lot of my own healing process through my own adventures. And I, I, I really believe that, um, that, that other people can benefit from, you know, going out into nature and using nature as a means of healing. Yes, this is, first of all, what an amazing um, goal and plan. And please keep us posted on how we can support you. And I also believe, Dan, that nature is medicine. And so I, I, it's close to my heart. I, I live in the mountains of Colorado and nature is my medicine every day. And so mm-hmm. I, I know how important it is. And so the work you're doing, not just for yourself, but for what's going to come for other people is truly phenomenal. And I just have to say, like, how lucky am I to be able to be on this, be the host of the show and be able to meet people like you and share your story. I just like just want to express gratitude for being able to meet you and do this because it's impactful for me. Oh no, I totally agree with you, but it's a privilege to be on the show as well. It, warm showers has been um, a big part of my life for the last five years because when I was running the hostels in uh, Bucharest, we, we hosted um, dozens and dozens of mm. wonderful people and they always have very rich stories to share. But there is there is a kind kindness theme that runs throughout, um, and uh, that's that's prevailed on this trip as well. Um, I've been met with the same, like with with you know above and beyond kindness, 
And uh, I'm just eternally grateful for that because um, although I'm doing this um, journey alone, although I'm riding alone, I have the biggest support crew there is Mm -hmm. um, helping me. And um, touch wood so far, there hasn't been any, there hasn't been any major injuries or any, you know, crazy bad things that have gone wrong. So I feel like I've got an angel (laughs) riding above my head with me or something like that because... Um, yeah, apart from today, actually, my, my rack uh, snapped on my bike. Um, so, so, and the screw has snapped inside the frame. Mm. So I need to find somebody who can help me get the screw out of the frame, the snap screw out of the frame. Um, well, at least you're in a beautiful place to have some downtime to get your bike fixed. Till tomorrow morning and I'll be back on the road again. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> well, listen, Dan, I... I know that there are um, lots of ways in which, you know, the work that you're doing is impacting yourself and the community. So tell us a little bit more about this particular organization, uh, Mind Over Mountain, Mountains, I guess, Mind Over Mountains. Yeah, yeah Mind Over Mountains. So Mind Over Mountains is a, is a charity run by my friend Alex Staniforth and an amazing team there. And basically their mission is to help people who are struggling with mental health through the great outdoors and nature. So they run all kinds of, you know, hiking retreats, residentials, kind of in in the same direction that I want to go into, but less less the physical space and more expedition-led. Um, but their unique twist, which I really love, is that they take therapists on the, the walks with them. Um, so there's a counselor on the, on the walk and there'll be a mountain leader as well who's kind of like competent in the mountain. And the, 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 the therapist or counselor will walk between the people and they'll, they'll do what they normally do, um, you know, sat down, standing up and in more of a dynamic environment. Mm-hmm. And I really relate with this because I've, having done therapy myself um, and, you know, sitting down in that stale room, uh, you know, uh, chair to chair, um, in a in a kind of like stiff environment face to face um it's hard to it's hard to fully express yourself but when when you involve nature and the dynamic side of nature and and a challenge as well and some kind of like uh physical pursuit i found and in my own experience um it's much easier to open up and share your uh, feelings and share your true emotions and as as we we know that um Therapy is all about talking from the heart. Um, and when people feel comfortable to do that, it, it can be more effective. Mm-hmm. And that's where Mind Over Mountain's coming and they're doing, they're doing a great job. And I, I went on one of their, their walks and I was, I, was, I was like, this is it. And then I decided to, to, to ride from them for them and we're trying to raise uh, 20,000 pounds and we've currently raised 5,000 pounds, so a quarter of the way there. Um, raising, raising fundraising is much harder than I thought it would be as well. Um, but I understand that, um, most of the donations come towards the latter end of the journey because mm. your friends want to see that you're gonna, uh, finish the journey and not bail halfway. Right. Right. Yeah. Yes. Well, and, and you said the link to donate is in your Instagram profile. So if anybody that's listening wants to support you and support Mind Over Mountains, they can use that link in your profile. Yeah. yeah wonderful. Yeah. And that, and that, that money will go towards 
uh, helping underprivileged people who don't really have the access to uh, to mental health services like this. Um, so it'll enable Mind Over Mountains to take more people into the mountains and do what they do best. Are they um, located in the U- in the UK? Yes, they are. They're located in uh, England, uh, but they also operate in Wales and they want to move into Scotland as well. Beautiful. But I, I, I'm convinced that this will be uh, a, an initiative that will eventually go worldwide as well. Mm. I think on the back of coronavirus we're, and the, the isolation that we've all just experienced over the last year and a half or so, um, I think we now realize the importance of uh, nature and the outdoors and, and, and its effect on our mental health. Um, having gone through a period of not being able to go out so easily, I don't know how it was in America, but in, indeed in the UK, you weren't allowed to go out and um, to, to experience nature. And um, there was many people struggled. Mm-hmm. Yes, you're correct. I think that that was globally the case. Um, Dan, so I want to ask you like one last question, and that is for, for those that are listening that haven't toured since the beginning of the pandemic or are hesitating and getting on their bike and are feeling intimidated for whatever reason or they feel they have barriers, what advice do you have for those that know that they're being called to do this and need a little bit of extra encouragement? Like what, what do you have to share with them to encourage them to begin mm. to- yeah, I would, I would say, I would say, get out and go, um, and take one step at a time. Um, start small, um, you know, go for a for a two day trip around your local area. An adventure doesn't have to be uh, doesn't have to, have to be massive. You don't have to go to a different country to have a an amazing adventure. Um, and secondly, uh, if you want to go on a longer journey, see it as a life journey. Don't just see it as a cycle trip. It's much more than that. It's a chance to learn about yourself. It's a chance to uh, interact with other people. It's a chance to get to know a different culture. It's a chance to to, to be with yourself as well. Because you know we're we're all uh, caught up in our own little schedules and routines in life. And um, these rare life journeys, these sabbaticals that we get the chance to go on, are. Um, uh, uh, the profound memories that will stay with us for life. Um, I, when I look back on my own life, these journeys uh, have been the most meaningful experiences. So if, if, you're, if you're umming and ahhing about going or you're sitting on the fence, um, go. Hmm. You won't regret going because even if, even if the trip doesn't turn out how you expect it to, um, it's always going to teach you something. That's that, and and I guess the the lesson is in that is that, and this is a little saying that I say to myself all the time that one is greater than zero. So zero is sitting on the couch and not going. One is getting out the door. Um, so you've already done better than you know than 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 zero. So it's a win, um, and uh, you'll come back a transformed person. I I certainly have changed. I've, I've learned patience and kindness on this trip. The bike and having all of the weight on that bike has slowed me down. And I think that's what I needed to learn, mm-hmm. that it's time to slow down and to, to listen and to, um, to be more present. Because my 20s were rushed. I was running businesses. It was stressful. I was moving, 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 moving. But the weight is probably a metaphor for slowing down and taking more time to be present. 
So wow. get out and go. As yeah. simple as that. That's powerful, Dan. That's really powerful. I, you saw a little pause in me. I wanted to like let that sink into everyone because not only did you just share great advice, but you shared this this transformative experience that you've had on the pace of life and being present. And I think presence is one of the most important and undervalued qualities that we're not taught. And so you are you are living presence in every moment. Uh, yeah, and I just want to put a caveat on that. It's really, really hard yeah. as well to be present. Mm-hmm. I, I have to consciously stop and remind myself, right, let's let's just be here because mm-hmm. otherwise the mind the mind likes to talk the mind likes to natter mm-hmm. and it'll be like yo you've got to go you're behind schedule get go and get an ice cream you're hungry and all that. like it's constantly talking well my mind is anyways mm-hmm. i don't know if i'm great no mine is mine is too don't worry mine is too like I, I it would be easy for yeah. my mind to drift into the things that i need to get done still today and yet i bring myself back to just being with you like just you and i in the screen and in this conversation and it's I think everybody's mind does that. Presence is a process. Mm, yeah. And there's been, and, and the final thing I'll say before, before we wrap this up as well, there's been several really magical, mind-blowing experiences um, where I've just felt completely in awe and present on this trip. And they've come at the most trivial moments. I've just been, you know, riding down a hill where you just feel completely with it. Mm. and that everything makes sense and it's unexplainable but there's been several moments on the trip where I've just literally been crying because it's and it's not necessarily even beautiful like the nature and stuff I've gone through some of the most beautiful places but it just comes at random moments just where where everything seems to feel aligned that's the best way I can explain it but and you can't force them moments Mm -hmm. is what I'm trying to say as well they just they pop up, but you need to go on the journey to give them a chance to pop up. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, tr- it sounds. Yeah, I, hope, I hope there. I hope there's more of those. On yeah, this trip. I'm sure there will be. It's you know transcendence, and our language doesn't always describe what we can feel, like what our body feels. We don't have the right words all the time to describe it, but I'm pretty sure that everybody listening feels what you're feeling. You've shared it very well. Yeah, and then not to mention that what what toil does to you and all the hills and all of the you know the long distances and doing that day after day. I mean, I've climbed ten times ta- ten times Mount Everest now on this trip, wow. and I set off thinking that the UK was uh, a fairly flat country. I was wrong, heavily undulated and <laughs> full of hills. Wow, so many lessons learned. Well, listen, Dan, we. We greatly appreciate you being willing to take a pause on your journey to join us and share with us on day 90. This day will, day 90 will be recorded in your own transformation of something special that we recorded the show and this will be a, a, you know, a lifetime forever moment that we will be able to share with many other people along your journey. So thank you for joining us. Yeah. And if you'll have me as well, I'll come back at the end of the trip and, uh, and do a wrap-up of the, the trip if, Let's if that's do something it. that we Let's just... do it. Consider it done. Just You know how to reach me. Just consider it done. We'll have you yeah. back. I'll be, I'll, be ba- I'll be finished hopefully 12th of September. So any time after that, I'm free to talk about the, the trip and what I've learned and et cetera. Although that will probably take a few months to settle in because yeah. there's, there's, there's a whole post-trip Inti- kind of like... Integration. In, in, yeah, integration. and introspection that, yeah. that goes, that goes yeah. on. 
Yes. What a pleasure, anyways. Thank you so much, Dan. We appreciate it. We look forward to hearing all of the reflections following your trip. Thank you. Likewise. Take care, Tavoli. All right. As you heard it, there are many ways that you can begin your your journey, and we invite you to visit us at warmshowers.org if you have not joined us, or you can follow us on any social media platform. Basically, you just search for Warm Showers Foundation and you will find us. Thank you for listening, and we will be back. Thank you for joining us, and we hope you enjoyed the show as much as we enjoyed making it. Wherever you are listening, please leave us a rating and a review as it helps us reach more cyclists and hosts around the world. This episode of Bike Life Podcast was brought to you by BikeFlights.com, your source for the best bicycle shipping service and bike shipping boxes. Check out their boxes from the small to the large, which is suited for any type of bicycle, whether it's a children's bike, medium-sized bike, fully assembled bike, e-bike, and any other type of gear that you have. Go to BikeFlights.com forward slash warm showers in order to check out the boxes and book your next shipment. Visit us at warmshowers.org to become a part of our community or on Instagram at warmshowers underscore org. If you would like to be a guest on the show or submit a question, please make sure to email us at podcast at warmshowers.org.